The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. The state steps in to put an outright ban on technology one local school district thought would make students safer. WBEN's Max Ferry tells us more from Lockport. On Wednesday, the state of New York outlawed schools from using facial recognition software, citing a report conducted by the state's Office of Information Technology Services that suggests student privacy and civil rights outweigh the potential security benefits of the program. The report, sought by the New York State Legislature, noted the potentially higher rates of false positives for people of color, non-binary and transgender people, women, the elderly, and children. It also cited research from the nonprofit Violence Project that found that 70% of school shooters from 1980 to 2019 were current students. The technology, the report said, may only offer the appearance of safer schools. This decision comes to no surprise to the newly appointed Lockport City School District Superintendent. Dr. Mathis Kelvin, who told WBEN on Thursday that their $1.4 million state grant funded software system was decommissioned in 2020 and no longer used. The system was designed to go in and to scan those who were entering into our buildings and to basically try to decipher if there was any uh, health or safety risk with those who were entering into, into the building. That system has been decommissioned but uh, is no longer used in our school uh, district. We just don't have that system that we utilize anymore. It's done. The facial recognition program software was installed in Lockport schools in January of 2020 and was only operational until June of 2020 before quickly taken down. The superintendent says that he understands both sides of the safety argument. At the time of installation, school shootings were a particularly heightened issue happening nationwide, causing alarm for parents, teachers and students. Our goal is to move forward and, and to continue to do the work that we need to do with and for students. So. We respect the decision. We will move forward in a positive way. Now, the New York State Education Commissioner says there are better ways to enhance security without infringing upon the liberties and civil rights of students. Hear more at WBEN.com. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. WBEN News Time now 5.04. The auto workers union irate over recent reports of violence against their striking members. UAW President Sean Fain in a video statement blaming it on GM and Stellantis. He specifically points to one such incident this week in Michigan. In Flint, a non-union contractor driving a large SUV was leaving a General Motors parts depot when they sped up and hit five of our members, sending two to the hospital in an ambulance. GM says they're working with local authorities to investigate. Stellantis refutes such claims. We may find out later on this morning if the strike will expand to include workers here in western New York. The Bills gearing up to take on the undefeated Miami Dolphins. It's a divisional matchup, rematch of last year's wildcard playoff game, and puts the Bills' strong defense against a Miami offense that's been the talk of the league. Head coach Sean McDermott said yesterday he's ready for the challenge. Yeah, I mean, you look forward to the challenge. It's part of the reason we do what we do. It's going to be a great environment in western New York and Orchard Park, and uh, we're going to need our fans um, not just on defense, really, but we're going to need our fans the whole the whole afternoon. So, like I said, it's going to take all of us, not just our team. It's going to take a team that is that is the the Bills Boffy and the Bills community. So it is a challenge, and but one that you look forward to. And you know, that's I think part of the the burn every week is is a new challenge. Josh Allen said Miami's defense poses challenges too. 
Yeah, I think it's it's a lot of familiarity, obviously. I, I do believe that they've got, you know, some very impressive guys on their defense. You talk about one of the better safeties in the league in Holland, an all pro type caliber player in Xavier Howard. I think their D line is one of the better D lines in the league as well. They got four guys that can disrupt a game. So again, we gotta we gotta be smart with what we're doing. Um and we got to go out there and, and put ourselves in good positions to, to try to put points on the board. And that's one thing with this uh, D coordinator, Fangio, that they always do a good job of you know, protecting the red zone. So just making sure that when we do get down there, uh, we're finishing with six and not three. Kickoff Sunday, 1 o'clock. It is the talk of the town. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I was just listening back because we'll bring you in uh, a little while some info on tickets why tickets are so expensive they're absolutely crazy if you've been trying to get into the game on the secondary market you know and you said yesterday i didn't even think it's funny because i have the background of my screen here is the bill's schedule right on the computer when i log in it still didn't register until you sent it and i heard it again this morning it's the last one o'clock sunday game until new year's eve at home for the bills right that's wild i know uh, so th- there's like another reason to uh, get out and enjoy that for a lot of people. Because and great weather on top of it. You, the weather is honestly unbelievable yeah. for, you know, the October Bills game. You never would think you'd have this. So it's all uh, creating a going to be a great atmosphere. Don't get too crazy. We've seen what happens. I know. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> but it's going to be a fun time out in Orchard Park on Sunday. And we're asking at WBEN.com this morning. Now that you've had some time to think about it, what is your Bills-Dolphins pick? Bills by a mile, Bills in a close one, or Dolphins? And so far this morning, the biggest block of voters, 46%, say Bills in a close one. You can check in with us, too. You'll find the poll on the right side of our page. Well, if you're suffering from allergies and it lasts a bit longer or is more intense than usual this year, WBEN's Tom Puckett tells us, you're not alone. The calendar is almost ready to turn to October, but Western New York is still a tough area for allergy sufferers. And Dr. Stanley Schwartz says that's because our area has a lot of flora. We're, you know, a very tree-friendly area. Uh, that is a major factor for the early uh, spring. Come the beginning of summer, the grasses grow. Everybody tends these wonderful lawns around here. And you can't see grass. Uh, flowers, but they're there and they give off pollen. That's what you know gives people uh, allergy symptoms. Schwartz says another factor will soon come into play. When these leaves start to accumulate uh, now, uh, we're going to have mold in the air as well. They, they do get moldy and that's another factor. Schwartz says if you're dealing with allergies, try shampooing your hair at night. Find out why online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. What? I... I've never heard that before. I mean, there's a tease if there ever was one. <laughs> Shampooing at night. I, I'm assuming that means washing all the pollen and things that get in your hair throughout before the day. Before you go to before bed? Before you go to bed. I was going to say, I don't want to undo anything in that report. <laughs> I wash my hair every night, and let me tell you, I've probably had the worst allergies this year that I've ever had. So, just... Oh. I don't... So, I went to the uh, doctors this week because... That's what you do. I, I said, Doc, I swear I'm not a hypochondriac. You should know that because I went like 15 years without seeing you once. I What's going on? Like I just had, you know, a congestion in the throat, like everything. And he goes, you know, you could get allergies are bad. Like I don't have allergies. 
So you could get them at any time. You could develop allergies at any point, you know, and I just never really thought of it that way. Maybe that's it. But I, he said it's a, a, a really big thing. Then we were talking yesterday to Jim Ryan. Tad Buffalo is one of the worst areas for right. it. Kind of makes sense. If you look, if you park outside um, of your house, you see that pollen on the car right. almost every day. I mean, it's particularly bad in the springtime, but even still, all throughout the season, yeah. you kind of see that left there. And I never think about it in the fall, but it is a thing. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot yeah. of stuff flying around out there with uh, not just the leaves, which, by the way, are still hanging on uh, yeah. pretty good on most of the trees yeah. because of the nice weather we've been having. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Some clouds this morning with a few showers becoming partly to mostly sunny for the afternoon. Highs in the low to mid 70s. For tonight, partly cloudy, a little valley fog developing. Overnight lows in the mid 50s. And then on Saturday, partly to mostly sunny, mid to upper 70s. Mostly sunny near 80 on Sunday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Eric Wood is with us, Bill's radio color analyst. You'll hear him Sunday on WGR. Eric, Tyreek Hill this week seemed to be challenging the Bills and Bills Mafia, saying this game is not any different from any other away game. This fan base is like any other fan base, so it's a normal environment. What does this do to the team? Well, I don't know what it does to the Bills team, but I'll say this. Bills Mafia will be in full force after uh, getting that charge from Tyreek Hill. And look, as a player, that's the mindset you have to take, whether you say it in the media or not, to give maybe an opposing fan base some bulletin board material. That's another question. But as a player, you know, you can't get yourself psyched out by an atmosphere. But I'll say this. I've been in almost every stadium in the league, and – it's hard to find one louder than when the Bills Mafia is in full force. So they're going to be ready to go, Eric, at 1 o'clock on Sunday. The weather is going to be amazing for the game. People are excited to be out there. By the way, last 1 o'clock game on the schedule at home until New Year's Eve, if you can believe that. So everyone's raring to go for what is the marquee matchup in the league this Sunday. The Bills versus the Dolphins, who have been the talk of the league with their high-powered offense. What exactly are the Dolphins doing differently this year that's gotten them so much attention over the first few weeks? Well, they've just scored points and picked up yards at in a, a historic rate. And a lot of that comes with confusing the defense with pre-snap motions. Uh, for those in attendance and watching on TV Sunday, you'll see guys in motion on most of the snaps for the Dolphins. And these motions can be you know, very quick where they just get a guy moving and then almost give him a head start on the play. And then other times it's guys motioning into the backfield. They may be wide receivers, running backs. And it's, it's hard for a defense uh, to ignore all of what we call window dressing, stuff that may not be significant to the play, but your eyes are following it. And then you combine that with the world-class speed that their skill positions have, a great scheme that Mike McDaniels draws up, and an accurate thrower in Tua, and it just puts a lot of pressure on the defense. How do the Bills stop that Miami offense? 
You know, this kind of reminds me of when New England's offense was at a historic pace during my career. And, you know, your mindset is, yes, we're, we're going in to try and stop them, but even just slowing them down and keeping them to 21, 24 points, that's a win. When you play a team with a great offense, offensively for the Bills, they know that they're going to have to score some points in this game, likely 24, 28 or more to get the victory. And so – you try and slow them down throughout the game, limit the big plays. When they get into the red zone, ideally you hold them to field goals, and then you limit a high-powered offense. That's the idea. We heard Ed Oliver say this week that uh, coaches are telling them to just to kind of be focused, to go after the quarterback attack and not be distracted by all of the movement that happens pre-snap in Miami's uh, offense, that it's kind of just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. When you look at this team, is that what it is? Is it a bunch of, you know, tomfoolery behind the scenes before the play to confuse people, and then when the play snaps, it's mostly what you've been looking at the whole time? At times, that's true, and then at times the motion is very calculated. They're doing things to where – let's say you wanted to run press coverage on Tyreek Hill and slow him down. Well, then they'll motion a guy just outside of him, which moves your outside corner now to the most outside guy. So it challenges your responsibilities, and that's where this kind of chess match back and forth between the two head coaches. It's rare also that you'll get a head coach calling the offensive plays for one team and a head coach calling the defensive plays for the other. So it'll be a fun chess match and deciphering which motions are there just to distract you and then the ones that are strategically put into place, that becomes key. Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer were both on the injury report this week. Will they play Sunday and do you think they'll be at full strength? I'd imagine so. Um, I'd imagine they'll both be in for this one. Um, and, and, you know, they're not going to put those guys out there and put them in harm's way. So I bet they'll be as close to as full strength as possible. We used to always say coming out of training camp, most people are dinged up in some way, shape, or form. So I, even if you're not on the injury report, you might not be 100% yourself. And so I, I think both those guys will be ready to roll. Uh, you mentioned Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel. I, I love this guy, Eric. I love having characters in the league. You know, Bills fans, we're big fans of Sean McDermott, right? Uh, and what he's been able to do to turn this team around over the past several years. But no one around the league is really, probably has any opinion on him, right? I mean, he's kind of, and I don't think he'd take offense to saying that. He's, you know, just a kind of a straightforward guy, head coach. McDaniel isn't that at all. He's kind of turned himself into a little bit of a character. He makes it easy to to kind of hate if you're the opposing team, easy to love if uh, he's your guy. Yeah, I mean, to me, although he play, he's the head coach of one of our rivals, to me it's easy to root for a guy like Mike McDaniel who worked his way up from ball boy all the way to head coach in his 30s. And to me, you know, he challenges some of the traditional schemes and tactics that offenses have done, which is a risk for a head coach. And that's part of the reason why – head coaches struggle to ever break the mold because you think to yourself, well, I don't want to do anything different because I want to keep this status. There's only 32 of these jobs in the entire world, and I want to keep this. I don't want to do anything outside of the box. And I have a lot of respect for Mike McDaniel and what he's doing offensively in breaking some of that mold. It's week four. I mean, it's early in the season, but this game, Eric, this this has big implications down the road, doesn't it? 
It truly does. I mean, any division game matters a, t- a touch more. It's at home, and you want to win your home division games, and the fact that the Bills already dropped the division game to the Jets makes it even more significant. Well, Eric, enjoy the call on Sunday. Going to be a fun one. Bills and Dolphins, 1 o'clock in Orchard Park. Eric Wood will be on the call with Chris Brown. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.